This is Titus Malcolm with an important message for you all. Those of you listening to the TVA podcast just now, you should know this is not necessarily safe for work or in front of the children because you might hear words like poppycock. Hey, welcome to the TVA podcast with comedian Todd Van Allen and me, Darcy Fyan. This show is not work safe, not family friendly, and not to be taken seriously. Seriously. Have, are we recording? Yeah, I just flipped it on. Is this another cold open? No, no. Do a do a. You want to do an intro. actual? Yeah. Because I really like that popularity on the podcast thing. You should splice that back in. That's funny. <laughs> well, I'll remove some of your jokes and I'll put that in. You are an asshole. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode. This is episode one hundred and nine, Darcy. Yep. Did you know that? No. Nope. nope. So you're just taking my word for it. I am. So the fact that I can come up with any integer right now just tells you that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a uh, yeah. That's an episode. Is that right? Yeah, well, I can always, you know, edit it later. Fine, whatever. All right, so there across from the Ottoman, across from the Ottoman, across the Ottoman in the casa is Darcy Finder, producer. Good evening. Good evening to you. Got the scotch going? That's good. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have all the way direct from L.A., a good buddy of mine. Haven't seen him in ages because he's been in fucking L.A. Uh, funny man, Will Weldon. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm yes. good. I don't <laughs> love this weather at all. Yeah, Welcome. Yeah. You, between you and my parents, who just uh, my parents just got back from the Dominican Republic for two weeks, and they came down into this, and I was just like, you know what, fucking serves you right. It's uh, it's awful. I don't yeah. know how, why, why did the settlers come here? I don't think the <laughs> I don't think the fresh land and making a new start was worth it. To be honest, they, everyone should have just hit the West Coast. They obviously hit here in the spring. And went, oh, this yeah. is paradise. <laughs> and by then, they'd already you know laid foundations. They already had three of the walls up. <laughs> at that point and then suddenly boom first uh february comes and then yeah not so much so much now if i can believe your myspace page you're from calgary right mm-hmm. so isn't the winters worse there or better there um it's been a long time i haven't lived in calgary for like five years uh but but just enough time to pussy out about the weather now a little bit they're bad the yeah. i don't know toronto and calgary both have kind of mild winters edmonton is bad Edmonton yes. has brutal winters. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, Calgary, though, has a weird... The weather in Calgary is so bizarre, I guess, because of the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll just get warm in the middle of winter, because a Chinook will roll in, which is hot air rising over the mountains and going down. Look I don't... You. No, you got it right. And that's, uh, uh, that's Dar McBool, who I learned that from. Dar Popular McBool? Calgary weather personality. Oh, uh, we got a Chinook coming in, so that's going to raise the temperature by a good 18 degrees. That's 36 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, and it hit, yeah, it'd be like two sometimes. It'd get yeah. above in the middle of winter, so that helped. My my brother and sister-in-law live, and my nephew now. Mm-hmm. We can we can welcome Shay to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Shay. I'm sure he listens. Sure he listens, To find, yeah. to find all the words that he should not be saying in front of Grandma. Um, they are in uh, Canmore, so they get like a lot of the Chinook stuff. Oh, that's good. So that's that was pretty nice. Like you know, it's not as good uh, living in Camor. Mm. That's a downside. Chinook is positive. <laughs> living in Camor yeah. is a negative. Look at me. My life does not suck as much now with this warm wind. Oh, good. The skies have cleared. What a better view of <laughs> Canmore in front of me. <laughs> Admittedly, you walk out my, my brother's back door and there's the three sisters. The like three that, sisters? Those mountains. Oh, yeah. Like the three sisters mountains. Google I, it, folks. It's pretty. I don't actually know. I didn't know what the yeah. three sisters were. They're pretty. Oh, oh. Yeah, they're like you know. If if anyone has a picture of Canmore, that's typically what they 
take the pickup. I sort of thought it was like a strip club in Canmore. Yeah, three or like sisters. three sisters. Yeah. Does it sound like a strip club? Name? Well, there's Becky, Amanda, <laughs> and Crystal. Small town strip club. Yeah. Three sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Family they range, business. They range from eldest to youngest. Uh, Forty six. <laughs> I don't like. Uh, I don't like the word. Twenty three and twelve. I don't like the word sister in a strip club no. title unless it's not your sister. Exactly. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> we take only single destitutes <laughs> with shaved beavers and really low self-esteem. Or single orphans only. Single orphans. Well, then you get into that Bobby Mare situation where you you don't know if it is your sister or a relative. That's true. Did he, he's not really an orphan, though, because he's put up for... I was thought an orphan... I guess it's not necessarily true. I thought an orphan was both your parents are dead. Yeah, me too, right? Not available. Because you can be an orphan. You can just bail you can, you on can, your you kids? You can be orphaned. Yes, absolutely. That's the baskets at the front door. That's the, I, I don't want them Abandoned. But they're an orphan at that point. Like okay. the or, like orphanages aren't choked with uh, unfortunate kids who, whose parents don't know how to drive, you know, <laughs> or like, you know, made Javex for dinner. There's just, you know, there's a whole bunch of kids where, you know, the parents looked at them and went, no, and just dropped them off. That's like, um, in, uh, I can't remember what state it was. But it had, I don't even know the name of the law, but you could essentially, any child under 16, you could abandon at the hospital and they would become a ward of the state. Yeah, no questions asked. Yeah, right? in like Oklahoma, I think. And under 16? Yeah, people yeah. were driving there to abandon their children in the so, hospital. So, so long as he can't drive away, yeah. you're good. Yeah. <laughs> and they, that is awesome. But there's some kind of threat for a parent to have on their kid, right? Like yeah. another D in math. I'm driving to the hospital, leaving. Oh, and there were the best quotes in the paper. They'd like interview people as they were abandoning their children, and people would be like, oh, "Don't right. look down on me. I'm not a bad parent. It's yeah. just what it's come to." Jesus, come on. Yeah. <laughs> if I mean to to be able to drive over several states to abandon mm -hmm. your child, you at least you could have hold, held on to them a little while right. longer. Maybe it's a road trip that turned them off. <laughs> yeah. Like it could be just like, okay, I can give you one more state. <laughs> I'm giving you Wyoming. If you do not impress me. <laughs> through the state of Wyoming. That's a big one, son. I gave you a big state. We're going to hypotenize across that bastard. You get right through Wyoming, though. Do you? It's fast. Did you drive down to L.A.? Because you're in L.A. now. Yeah. So how long did that take? Where did you stop? What was your path? We did a weird route because I visited family in Calgary. Okay. So we cut across. Don't drive through Canada is a great rule. <laughs> if you're driving across. No, no that's true. I hear if that. If you're driving yeah. across Canada for time. Like there, well, there are a few beautiful parts. It's a kind of a dead, bit wastelandy well, in a lot of, of parts. First of all, it takes you twenty four hours to get out of this province. <laughs> yes, this province is death. It's, driving through it, northern Ontario. Well, it isn't if you like granite and conifers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you have a big heart on, whenever you see granite and pine trees, this is the place for you. It'll take you two days to get out. My wife insists it's actually very beautiful. Mm -hmm. But um, I th I don't think she's ever done it. So I think it's one of those things where, yes, it's very beautiful in pictures. Right. But after days yeah. of just sheer walk raw, wall. Uh -huh. But, okay. oh, it was like we did it in two days across northern, the northern North United States. States, up into Calgary, and then across to BC and all down along the coast. So you went around the lakes and then kind of cut across the 49th I that think way? It so it through Michigan and yeah. Illinois and all that? Right? Yeah. We had to stop in... Just outside Chicago. Or no, we'd stop in Illinois. I don't think we'd hit mm -hmm. Chicago because there's a crazy blizzard right. going on. In Chicago? Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, I yeah. know. So yeah. what time of year were you driving? 
February. End okay, of, that's a great time to travel. Yeah, like mid-February. Yeah, yeah it was awful. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's a good thing you weren't 15 and, and you know, got your uh, parents involved into that trip. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stop in this state. I don't know. I don't think you can Just be uh, any... Uh, um, we wouldn't be able to because we're Canadian citizens. I'm sure it's only American citizens. Oh, because you can't get fake IDs in the States. I've tried. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> Obviously, if it's a state where you can abandon a child at 16, they aren't checking a lot of paperwork. And uh, Yeah, and I guess if you just abandon a child, they're probably not, oh, no, no, right. no wallet. We're not keeping this kid. Who knows where this guy's from? This <laughs> <laughs> 13-year-old who doesn't have his driver's license I wonder, on him. I wonder if when you drop him off, too, like, do they, do they abandon them like you would abandon a car and try to remove all the stuff that's worth any money <laughs> off of them? Just, like, give him shoes, you know, that's, you just leave them in there and, like... But they become like wards of the state, so they would become citizens, right? Like, why wouldn't that be some kind of like loophole around like immigration laws? You could just like, if you can get your kid across the border and leave him at the hospital in Oklahoma, bang, they're now U.S. citizen. Well, He's now a U.S. citizen. I don't know if being a, the bonus of getting your U.S. citizenship outweighs the negative of becoming right. a ward of the state. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many kids are like, I yeah. wish my parents would abandon me so I could become oh, an American citizen exactly. already. You know, why am I tied into this convenience store job <laughs> day after day when I could be abandoned by my parents? That'd be good. Just a very young looking 25 year old just wander into the hospital. Right. Yeah, I'm, I get abandoned. You give me citizenship. Yeah, I'm 16, yeah. yeah. No questions asked, right? I'm yeah. 16. You uh, you shouldn't walk in uh, reeking of scotch as you do right now. <laughs> That's probably something. So, okay, so you cut, you cut a thrust, you went through Calgary, and then what did you do? Cut straight down? We went down along. The coast route? Or? Uh, yeah, we took the coast route. We really wanted to see the redwoods. Mm-hmm. Portland, or not, um, Oregon. God. Southern Oregon and Northern California are like the most... It's one of the rare moments where I'm actually awestruck by nature. Really? Usually I'm like, yeah, yeah, nature. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but you, you don't find beauty in a pigeon. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Living in the city, rarely are you awestruck by Mother Nature. <laughs> Look at that leaf. Yeah. Oh, that tree. Oh, God. That vomit on the subway is a real act of. <laughs> That's man made. <laughs> <laughs> Technically. I'm, ta- I'm talking about real beauty, like a dead rat in Parkdale. Oh, God. You know, raccoons rifling through garbage. Those mm. are the beautiful points. No rats in Alberta. No, it's true. That's what they boast. I didn't know. I can't. Now I find it hard to believe that they were allowed to do that. That the government could just go kill all rats, but they did. Seems like they just said. Is that how they've done it? They just said like no rat. Boom. That's it. Yeah, they they kill every rat. You can't. I think it's like if you bring a rat into the province. This could all be. This was something my mother told me when I was like seven. So this right. could all be nonsense. So but we're not into facts here on this show. Okay, no. good, good. I'm um, just, I'm amazed there hasn't been like a huge uh, hoopla built over the number of starving boa constrictors that there are now in Alberta. <laughs> what are they going to eat? <laughs> Abandoned children. That's what they do. That's yeah. It's, we, don't, we don't have a, a yeah, ward of the state policy. To be yeah, that's we why it's still a better. The snake policy. Still better to be abandoned in Oklahoma than Alberta <laughs> for that specific reason. <laughs> Where would they put you in Alberta? Oh, God. Hinton? <laughs> no, it's Canmore. My, my, it's why everyone is so miserable there. I used, I used to live no in parents. Hinton. I, used, I spent the first three years of my life in Hinton. What the hell is Hinton? It's 300 kilometers due west of Edmonton. Oh, God. Yeah. It's cold. It As a witch's tit, yes. I did not know how... It's ridiculous. It's so far north, yeah. Edmonton. Yeah. That's really far north. 
And I never really put it together until as I got older and geography became more of a concept I understood. I was right. like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's way far. up there. Yeah, that's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, an aunt who lived, you know, maybe it wasn't quite, I think like halfway between Edmonton and like Harry Hills. There are a lot of weird hills. Harry Hills. Yeah. Harry Hills. Yeah, there's two hills. There's three hills. Is that the big joke for your uncle? Say, you want to see my Harry Hills? Yeah. And all hours of amusement as he hiked down his trousers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd laugh and laugh and he'd put his penis in our mouths. So, oh, the great times yep. with my uncle. Oh, the white van's pulling up. It's unky time. <laughs> Oh, there it is. So, okay, so uh, it is gorgeous out in that area. I mean, I've, I've never been myself. I mean, the furthest south I've been kind of on the western route is like Seattle. Oh, yeah. And uh, and then beyond that, about as far north as I've been is like, you know, Sacramento or not Sacramento. Sarasota? Something. Some, let's, let's get some to LA. I feel like I've actually been on this car ride. It's, it's <laughs> taken so long. What the <laughs> fuck is your problem? It's about LA. He's overwhelmed by beauty here, and you want to talk about fake tits. I wasn't overwhelmed. It was nice. Right. I took notice. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> so you, you looked up from the steering wheel. Yeah. That's a nice tree. I'm not, okay. a, <laughs> I'm not a goddamn queer over here, guys. Okay? Some sort of nature faggot. No. <laughs> okay. So nice tree. Curvy road. Got it. Seaside. Yawn. Yeah. And you go to LA. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was a nice drive and we went. Um, it was the most terrifying thing. Driving into Los Angeles is absolutely, uh, I mean, what are there, like 10 or 6 million people in Toronto? Mm -hmm. I felt, as driving into Los Angeles, I felt like I was from the smallest hamlet really? ever. Yeah, right. it was like I'd never seen people or cars before, like an Amish guy <laughs> driving his cart into the city for the first time. Well, we're always going to have that in Toronto outside of visiting any other place in Canada or the smaller places in the States. Like yeah. Any other, quote, world-class city, which we are not a part of, let's face that. But any other, like, large city like that, like, uh, especially, like, you go to, like, Europe, so you've got, like, London, that's vast. Oh, yeah. Um, Paris, I hear, has got quite a few numbers of people there. Are there a lot of people um, in Paris? I I've heard, heard a couple that. or three. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh. I've heard bigger than Oakville, but I haven't counted myself. <laughs> um, you go to, like, Asian cities and stuff like that, are just, like, blown. Like, Hong Kong was just huge. Just, I, bleh, yeah. Bleh. I've heard Hong, yeah. Hong Kong, especially, is overwhelming. I found, though, New York, driving into New York, it kind of looks a lot like Toronto. And yeah. so it, that wasn't as weird. I also wasn't moving there, so it wasn't as intimidating. Right. But in New York seems you drive in, you're like, oh, yeah, tall buildings, people everywhere. People seem kind of mm -hmm. pissy as they walk down the street. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's like Toronto, but... Busy or pissy? Pissy. Pissy. Yeah. You know what? Busy I, as well, both. They're pissy because they because have somewhere to busy. be. It yeah. must be ground down a little bit because I went down shortly after 9-11. And everyone just seemed to have it like back in the day, like, you know, like in the in the like leading up to that, there was always that kind of bustle. I get out and I wave. Da, 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 da. And then after after 9-11, everyone just sort of had this look on their face like, you OK, man? You all right? You good? Oh, yeah. You OK, you all right? We good? OK, we're good. Yeah. It, like it got tiring after three blocks of just <laughs> like having this Canadianified sort of response to people. It's just very weird. It, it was like a, there was a lot of um, never forget, by the way, it, it became the city of like a million hugs. Yeah. After 9-11, they just walked around hugging each other and being like, are, is, are we going to be? Yeah. Um, but now they're like, they're, they're barely the United States. Right. Really, when you go there, they think of themselves as like New Yorkers. Mm -hmm. And they're very, they love to give directions, but they're still, when we were, 
we were there not too long ago and they were very pushy but it was helpful like i have jokes and stuff about how they're like they're they're the friendliest assholes mm-hmm. i've ever encountered <laughs> where they're very helpful but they're such pricks about it like they talk down to you like right. you're the dumbest guy but they still help you they go Absolutely. out of their way to help you and yeah. make sure you know where you're going right. but you feel like a child while it's <laughs> happening yeah and it's just it's a bizarre it's unlike any place i've ever been right but americans are much more outgoing they, I think inside their own, definitely. Mm. Like, you know, when you've got them on their home turf, absolutely, there's nothing more, would you like some more pie about them? <laughs> Whereas uh, if you put them, if you drop them down to the Champs-Élysées, they start to get a little bit panicky, back goes up, uh, and then the, you know, give it two days of this this constant frustration that is, we saved your ass in the war, and then it all goes to shit. Yeah, then, they are the worst tourists yeah. in the universe. I wor- When I was working in the gift shop at the Hockey Hall of Fame, American long weekends, I just want to blow my brains out. I don't know. There are a lot of like really great, smart, nice Americans, but they do not leave their country on Martin Luther King Day to come up to the Hockey Hall of Fame. It's just a bunch of jackasses from Buffalo and like animal print sweatshirts with, oh, I can't, I can't stand them. They come and they don't, they don't change their currency. They buy things in American cash, right. and then they get mad when they get a bad exchange rate. Mm-hmm. But we're not a fucking bank. We're not the Hockey Hall of Fame and bank. <laughs> it's super obnoxious. Despite what Gary Bettman is trying to do with the yeah, league. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I understand your frustration. Here. It, they just, it's that idea of like, well, you should just take our currency. It seems so arrogant. To be like, no, just take my money. I don't give a shit if I'm in another country. Right. Take my money right now. <laughs> You're already speaking my language. Yeah. Why can't you take my money? Yeah. <laughs> I have some stone discs in the back. Maybe we get, <laughs> you want to give get your change here. You put a pole in the middle. That might help you saunter that down the street. <laughs> I just yeah, that is the one thing I love. You, you don't see a lot of other people doing that. Like you know, the English speak our language. You don't see a lot of British pounds down here. Go, oh yes, yeah, she'll take that, won't you, please? Yeah. Do you, you know, change this, for a half pence? This used to be your currency, you know. You know that. <laughs> when you kicked your asses out. Yeah. Yes. Well, that really, before we gently persuaded you, yes. and you decided oh, to did. leave yeah. on your own. We did, yeah. yes. Yeah. The Americans, we, different story. Yeah. yeah. We had the most amicable d- divorce that we have ever had with any other country <laughs> with those guys. We're, We're just still like, friends. Stop calling us. You know, we'll send you a card at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have fun with them. It says, "Oh yes, it is. It's lovely. We've both got the queen on our currency." And you just go, "Who now?" And <laughs> hours of amusement. That's hours of amusement. So um, let's go back to LA. Okay. Yes. What is it? You got a Randy Newman thing going on here that you want to? Is he big into? Is he? I guess he sings a lot about California. Randy Newman. Randy Newman. He, uh, family Guy nailed it right when he says, "Oh, they will write about anything he sees." Yeah. So you guys in a living room. I like talking I, in microphones. And, I like yeah. Randy Newman. Really? Yeah. You just put down the microphone. You have to listen. That's, his that's... his earlier stuff is uh, a lot better. Before mm-hmm. he started doing a lot of soundtracks, he does a lot. A lot Short of his... people got no reason. Short people, um, uh, rednecks. He's got a song called Rednecks. Rednecks. Yeah. I've never heard that. He. One. Uh, I might like that. He takes Tell on me more. takes on the persona of a redneck. Who can play a piano in a Jewish New York accent? Yeah, it's like, yeah. um, he, well, it's not, he's not one of the groundlings. He's not, he's not auditioning for Mad TV. You don't have to do the voice and 
But in the, I'm, what, but what's wrong with a, a rednecks can you play the piano? Be a redneck if <laughs> <laughs> he's a. It's a really great song, and uh, he says the word nigger in it a bunch of times because he's a redneck, and it's like right. it was the '70s, and it's really kind of cutting edge satirical stuff. Um, and it's about how it also deals with the kind of uh, hypocrisy of mm-hmm. the North. Where it's all about, oh, the North has set them free, and, right. but they're free to live in a cage in right. the south side of Chicago and the west side. And it's about, well, they're not technically segregated, but right. white people just moved out of where black people live right. into their own communities. Their own communities yeah. The, um, I, th- that's, that's interesting. Like, you know, the, you know, I was watching Blazing Saddles the other night <laughs> and speaking of having AIDS, <laughs> what are you giggling at now? <laughs> The fuck is your problem? I'm doing a nice little story here about yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I'm hurting cats here because <laughs> I said, let's go back to L.A. Then bang. Then <laughs> Randy Newman. You no, started that. I you started the, the Randy Newman thing. I did. Yes. By mentioning L.A. I, call, no, I called you on it. Because <laughs> I mentioned L.A. <laughs> well, if you let us finish this this train of thought. Oh, we yeah, will eventually. We will eventually. Well, there's only so much coal we can throw in the engine. Okay. Ever, heard, ever heard of part two, Darcy? <laughs> will Weldon part two, <laughs> number 110? This is the teaser. All about L.A. then? <laughs> we could record that, couldn't we? All right. Get back into your blazing saddles. <laughs> All right. No, it's just you I have just, to end on the entire fart scene around the campfire. Yeah. No, actually, it was it wasn't about that. I'm watching it on. I think it was either TBS or I think it was AMC. AMC Why would you it. even bother? Well, exactly because I'm thinking, okay, they're going to edit out something. Uh, they're going to edit out some inflammatory language. They edit out nigger instead of the which shows up a lot in that movie. Oh yeah, it's like every third word. Yeah, I um, mean it's crazy, but yeah, back then the stuff people did you could say that without a problem but if you decide to say the word cocksucker suddenly yeah yeah then we've got a problem it was better they were better with context back mm-hmm. then they understood all the and i don't understand why that's the thing with centering when you're just censoring curse words for the sake mm-hmm. of it it doesn't always make sense i don't i don't think too many people are still offended by blazing saddles no. and if you think that's going to be the case just show it late at night when you can say those things right. but on amc they never can no you can't curse on cable in america you can't show boobs either ever unless it's I don't know, your audience doesn't i love canada doesn't understand satire or irony or anything like that or so, nudity apparently <laughs> no they're offended by where'd it. i get these from the state of utah would set itself on fire if it's a <laughs> pair of breasts on all NBC. the more reason all the more reason yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I no offense to all the jazz fans out there. I know Will Weldon comes with a big, big NBA following, but uh, <laughs> no offense to the jazz fans. However, oh, and Real Salt Lake, you guys can go eat shit. Oh God, there it yeah. is. So, um, so you're in L.A. I'm in L.A. Happy now. What did you? What specifically about Los Angeles? Yeah, why don't you lead this question, Darcy? Well. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've just met you. Can so I, I stare? Know. Can I stare very glibly at you while you prepare your question, like an <laughs> asshole? For anyone listening at home, I'm being a real dick. This is the most condescending I've ever seen you look ever. <laughs> this is hilarious. So Los Angeles. <laughs> he can't pull it off, though, because his little wrinkles around his eyes, so he looks so cute. Yeah, I always smile. I can't. It's the yeah. worst. <laughs> but terrible. But why performer. did you go down? Oh, uh, Start up. Why? And what do you think of it now that you're there? Well, I think the people listening to the podcast know a lot about my history, Darcy. <laughs> yes. A little redundant, this yeah. question. 
Obviously, yeah. I haven't done my research. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can't believe. I didn't see that biopic. So first of all, we're having like a nice little conversation flow, and you have to interject, and you do the most glib question design. So why did you go to LA and how do you like it? Please come on. Let's just hang on. So, Will, how do you like LA? You moved to LA. How do you like it? It's good. It's good. good. Thank you, Todd, (laughs) for a reasonable question. I try. Uh, I'm sorry. It's It's so hard to find good producers here. I was on Craigslist for at least a day. (laughs) Looking for men to have sex with. (laughs) Uh, We're up against a hard break. We'll be right back. (laughs) You're (laughs) <laughs> this podcast is over The table gets overturned <laughs> Scotch goes flying <laughs> No seriously We'll be right back yeah. <laughs> You should just do a whole podcast of Are we recording? Are we recording? Hold on, we I'm not now? sure There's... Hang on, hang on. Todd you have to calm and down then, And then all we hear is Okay Sorry 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 I need the levels sorry. again Level. One more sorry. time with the levels Are we on now? Are we, levels? Wait, wait. Uh, wait, wait I gotta go to the bathroom I'm getting some noise. Can you lift uh, your left arm up? I'm getting a little bit of hum. That's it's got it like it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. Bring your baby finger down. Yeah, got okay. It. There we go. There yeah. we go. You guys should really switch your podcasting uh, recording equipment to analog. That's what instead I'm of this uh, this digital stuff. Yeah. No, we tried that. Right. And we were just... <laughs> all we can get here is the Fan Five Ninety. That's all. Right. <laughs> and analog, you just got to keep winding that thing and winding it as it records. We're back now after the break. Did we have the accordion music or one of our nice new bumpers? We don't know. I don't think it was ever an accordion. Well, you're not the accordion, the Hammond organ, I guess. Yes. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. the, the theme song of our Friday shows, which Darcy takes over, and you can listen on this very same channel. If anyone out there is uh, can play the accordion, I'd love to have that. Oh, yeah. An accordion. And you can, uh, you can um, call us and let us know you have that at 206-202-8065, or send us an email at feedback at com. Did I say that right there? What happened to my tongue right there? I have pretzels jammed in the back of my throat. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you right now. Feedback at heyitstva.com. So we're back with Will. Pretzels, only pretzels. the best. Only, only the, the best, best here only, at the You know what brought this on, actually? Because it was getting late when we were recording this. It's now rolling on 7 o'clock. And uh, Carolyn Bennett came over to do one of these things, and it was like 6 o'clock. I didn't even think to have like food out or anything like that. She's <laughs> starving, and you know, so I offered a banana. That's all I had on hand, and so she had that, and... I uh I was uh late for two reasons. One is I got I don't think he uh crap directions from local comedian Adam Christie. Oh, okay, yes. Uh but he gave me a real bag of shit for directions, <laughs> real flaming bag of shit cuz he he lives okay. he so li- once you're on the Danforth, it's really easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's he gave me like I don't think he was thinking I think there's a you know the rocket Mm. Buses, I think they're like the special routes during the busiest yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he realized that that bus would be coming. So he was like, just stay on the bus. It'll go. He lives on the Ossington route. And he was like, mm. stay south, take it all the way down to King, and then just walk right. for the five minutes. So I get on this thing, and I'm screwing around on my cell phone and listening to my iPod. And I see we're pulling into the station. I'm like, oh, good. And we keep, and then we leave the station. I look up, and I'm like, DuPont. That ain't no good. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know north of Bloor very well, but I know south of Bloor quite well, and there is no fucking Dupont anywhere. There's not even a Dupont. You can't even buy Dupont products south of Bloor. Yeah, no. Yeah, there's a bylaw. <laughs> it's like the junction when you couldn't buy booze. Uh, there's there's no planet. There's no plastics here. Is a junction you can buy yeah, the junction you couldn't buy booze for a long while. The first pub that opened up was the Celt Pub. What? Which is where uh, Ian Atlas. Runs his room. What? Cu- yeah. What country is this? This is Canada. They have bylaws. But I'll tell you, going back to L.A., 
L.A., you can buy booze whenever you want. Oh, absolutely. Pretty much. Look at that shithole. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's... a good example. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. I got a, a liter of rye, the worst rye. I've ever tasted in my life. So, so stuff that stuff that we just that we ship out is like the complete dregs. I'm assuming. Yeah, I, it, there's no way it was made in Canada. Really? I'm sure it was made in yeah, like a bathtub. In... <laughs> there's actually a bathtub on the label. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. El Miguel's Canadian Rye, <laughs> in Canadian spelt with a K. Yeah, yeah. And, but it was uh, eight dollars a liter of rye. Yeah, it was gross, but I, I drank it. it. Okay, but it, you could like. <laughs> I felt like it was the type of alcohol that fuels you power cars with okay. and stuff like that. And was, rage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> all alcohol. Right. I can get angry drinking Michelob Light really? if I have to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're never your wife. Drunk? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> no. It's good that you have a wife I don't that see can that take in you. you. Yeah. I don't see you getting angry ever. <laughs> only, uh, it's really only rye or if it's like a big party situation. Mm-hmm. It's more on how I'm doing. Like, if I'm really amped up and have a lot of adrenaline, I don't get angry, but I get goady. I start, like, goading people into, like, slapping right. my, poking my friends and, like, uh-huh. smacking them in the face and being like, huh, you big pussy? Huh? What do you, come on, what? So, that, so that's your move, Darcy? What's yours? You're really hammered. What, what is your, how do we know that when Darcy's hammered, he does this? If someone, like, you know, gets confrontational with me, mm-hmm. I'll just, like, you know, give him 20 bucks and I'll walk away. <laughs> So you get, uh, you get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Charitable? Charitable. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the word I'm looking for. The real, you get philanthropic. That's an even nicer. You I get, thought you were going to go. Well, when fil- I get drunk, I can't say that. Yeah, so. you get philanthropic. <laughs> Phil- fit here. There's <laughs> a 20. Um, I get judgmental about people's music tastes. That's my big thing. Oh, I don't need drinking. That happens Yeah, when you're drinking. Yeah. What do you mean? What are you trying to say? Shut the fuck You're up. You're always judgmental <laughs> about people's music I taste. am not. Just some people's uh, music is really horrible. So it just, it's amplified a bit. It's, 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 I spend a lot of time in my day suppressing a lot that comes out of my mouth that has to do with music. And then I guess that valve gets wide open <laughs> after I've had two or three fifties. But. <laughs> um, so you're in LA. So what, what chased you down there? What, um, uh, my wife is a few years older than me, and mm-hmm. I won't reveal exactly how much, but she was starting to... And that's Rebecca. That's Rebecca. Rebecca Adelman. Rebecca Adelman. Mm-hmm. Two Ds. I Adelman. have a story for you about her, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> that's weird. Yes. I fucked your wife <laughs> three days ago. What a... This is... You are going to laugh yeah. when you hear this. So you heard it? Me okay. and Darcy <laughs> in the back of a van. But I'll tell you later. Go on with your... <laughs> oh, go, good. Go okay. On. Go on. All right. Yeah. Well, I should be able to Darcy focus quite well. Darcy held her um, uh, yeah. No, it'd be much worse if she liked it. She <laughs> really did. Um, so, you, so, oh. you got mar- so how long have you been married now? Firstly, uh, I've only been married like six months. We That's got married good. in L.A. Right. We got engaged here because we were planning to move down. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was going down for sure, and right. it actually we broke up for about a month and a half because there was like problems with that, and um, but we ended up getting back together because mm-hmm. I became this sad sack of shit. It was awful. So at what point on your your MySpace page did you set your status as divorced? Oh, I set that as divorced when MySpace first came out. Or when I first started using MySpace, I was an early adopter of both MySpace and Facebook. Does MySpace give you that relationship status? Yeah, you can leave it blank. It you don't have to. I never but used it, I don't think. I put 
I just left it as single, and I put my income at over $250,000 a year, because I thought that was super hilarious. ladies. And... Wow. Look uh, at the tits on those. But Rebecca didn't... She was like, don't leave it as single, because I'd been on, like, a couple video on trials, and there were, like, these 15-year-old girls who had started adding me, and... So I said it to, I was like, okay, what if I put it to divorced to really scare people away right. with like my emotional baggage? She, she's like, yeah, sure. And hers is set to swinger, I think, nice. on her MySpace. But uh, no, we got back together and then we, she was still going to LA and my grandmother died and left me a big chunk of money. So all of a sudden I was like, well, I can go too now. Like I, I was for dying, grandma. Well, hey, Rebecca. Uh, I was going to ask her, I was going to be like, oh, <coughs> Grammy, can I have... The money you were going to leave me now, because Rebecca's leaving, I'd like to go with her. Mm-hmm. So I was going to That's gonna an go, awkward question. Yeah, I think she would have understood. Since you're checking out anyway. Because who are we kidding, Well, Grandma? but to be fair, we're all checking out someday. I'm I'm not going to give my uh, my nephew any money right now. You're not. You probably wait for it. You don't have it now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, she had it. She had it already. In the, yeah. in the closet. You can get your dime a bottle. And she got it from her dad anyway. Right. Um... Come on, come on! Uh, but so you, so you come from old money, okay? So yeah, I'm on my dad's well, you side. Don't know about the Weldons, the Calgary Weldons. Uh, there's a we have a street named after us in Sackville, oh, New Brunswick. Man. The Weldons oh. were like a they were one of the first families in Canada. Um, and then <laughs> I think the money kind of ended with my dad. Like we always did great. <laughs> Bad investments, lost it at the track. Um, but he just never made as much money as his uh, relatives. <laughs> he gets drunkenly philanthropic. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, Weldon's hammered again. Line up. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another $20. I hate your music. Well, Sandy, he didn't, they weren't really drunk. We just leached off them. My brother and I were good at mooching off of our parents. We've, we called in a lot of favors. My sister, not as much. Right. But, um, oh, but we, yeah, we went to LA because Rebecca was getting old, not getting older, actually, but she was worried. Right. Um, and she, you that know, she wouldn't be able to. What does that mean? Like, she, there's so little work here in Toronto. Um, and ironically, now she's working here in Toronto, but there's so little work here in Canada and comedy. And she, in particular, likes wanted to write for television. Right. So, uh, she was like, I want to go down to LA and at least try. I might as well go as young as possible. And, uh, so we uh, we decided to go down. We went down, and she's doing quite well now here in Canada. But um, and I have I don't know. I'm doing all right. I do. So okay. are you writing now as well? Like, or are no. you doing stand up? Or uh, I pretty much just do stand up in L.A. I did the Seattle comedy competition this year, and I'm doing uh, the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in April, which right. is in Portland. Which uh, it's like a good. It's kind of like a cool underground festival, mm-hmm. I think. Like Patton Oswald did it. Yep. Um, and that's uh, that pause was me burping, and because you're a professional. Yeah. Oh God. You, like nobody's you business. Away from the mic. To be fair, if if <clears throat> this were on stage, I would have just burped onto yeah, the mic. Exactly. But you're a professional. <laughs> you care about the- Andrew Evans when he came on, cracked a fart and held the mic right there. Well, well, yeah. but that's like part of Andrew's mystique. Yeah. Like mystique. we're we're making fun mystique. of we're making fun of Andrew earlier, but that's a part of the Andrew doesn't have a mystique or any word associated with him that's posh enough <laughs> to sound like mystique. But that's like that's like the image he's built. He's like yes. worked hard. Why would you wear pants? <laughs> <laughs> I saw him the other night very briefly, uh, and I'm kind of pissed at him because on Facebook I sent him this great Christopher Hitchens interview I saw on YouTube. And I no word back. No thanks. 
No thanks for the Christopher Hitchens on the death of Jerry Falwell. No, yeah. nothing. No, mind. He has been displaced. He's like out of his apartment now because of mold and so. Right. Yes. I'm not sure if he's got that um, frequent access to internet. Yeah, I also think he and I have different <laughs> levels of interest in the internet. I am on it constantly, and I think he finds yeah. it to be a nuisance. Just unless, like fashion or uh, bathing. Or, unless he needs porn, in which case it's his best fucking friend on the planet. <laughs> so it's his best friend 95% of the time. So you know, not all the time. You worked, um, where did you say? You, Look at you trailing in the dogs here. No, he's talking my language. You're on the reel. Um, <laughs> sorry, you're working, sorry, where, wasn't the score? No, no, you were working. I was working at, here in Toronto, I was working at the Hockey Hall of Fame. In but the no, gift shop. But you were working somewhere like on their internet. Uh, oh, I was also working at the score in their internet division, just making like short, like a short web show uh, that my friend and I did. It was called Pwned. Um, and uh, I think they got pissed at me because I kind of just fucked off. I didn't really tell them I was moving. <laughs> uh, like, oh. I just didn't think. I just didn't think. But Joe did. The guy I did the show with, he was like, yeah, I told Jonathan you're leaving. But it's like... It's I'm not used to in my comedy dealing with business people because usually it's like if I don't show up at a show if I didn't show up at a show unless it was like a like pre booked in advance and it was like a fundraiser there've been flyers like if I'm like hey can I do your show on Tuesday and somebody's like sure and I don't show up neither one of us are that upset over it because for sure there's another comic waiting to take my spot right but uh, yeah with the score I had like a contract I, they made me read. Um, the handbook, which I never actually ended up reading, the like guidelines, the um, things you can say, can't say. Well, no, it was like the behavior that's acceptable around the office. Although Whoa. any any sports network, wait, there's wait, some wait, serious wait, wait. social sexual harassment my going dick on. At the receptionist, what? Please, I can't do that. She probably would have laughed. She was a very chipper girl. Very she was very sweet. Okay. Yeah, no. You couldn't say that. I'm not. Actually. I'm not threatening anyone. <laughs> if I'm whipping my dick out, they're not right. gonna laugh. But they're they're gonna shrug their shoulders and go about their day. Okay, you so know, my, my, you, my point you know was gonna, you, my you, point was that your your uh, your early adopter you said on MySpace <clears throat> into the internet. Do you listen to podcasts? Uh, I do. Listen, besides this one, I do obviously. listen to obviously. podcasts. <laughs> you let you, by the way, you let yourself know when you said, "Oh yeah, we'll have to wait for the even numbered episode." But no, 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 you would have to be an odd numbered one because Darcy takes the wheels on one oh two. On one of what? On the, yeah, on no, the no, even no, number one. There's a brochure. We'll give it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, I have. I didn't say. I didn't say I've listened to every single no, goddamn podcast. Well, you guys, you should hand out like crib sheets so when they come I on, really they can pretend do. So they, they really okay, do. Okay, right. To all the even numbers are Darcy. Mm. We're the conversational ones. Oh, by the way, just so we can get this question out of the way, just so we don't get any uh, questions on feedback. The uh, biggest dick in this room, Darcy, right there. Like personality wise or yes. in his pants? No, no, I mean anatomically. Oh. Like you said, you're not threatening anyone and the obvious question is, well then what's the you know there's a reason Darcy has the um uh, the mic stand as he does and doesn't hold on to the mic, he doesn't feel the need. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you held on to it just you know unfurls. Is that just his bravado that stands his wife's from his in a wheelchair for crying out loud? Oh, I don't know how that My defense yeah. is that I'm not a comedian. I don't hold a mic for a living. So I don't know how to do it. I'll forget to put it up to my mouth. So you'll actually notice the interesting. Uh, Todd has the more traditional. He holds it like most comics. Most most like white comics just hold the mic mm -hmm. here. Yeah. But I've adopted the like Chris Rock. The sort of like this generally it's wrap it around here. Well, there's that's the annoying one when they wrap their hand around the right. top and scream into it. Mm -hmm. But I've done the. 
Dave Chappelle hold it at the very bottom. Very so you made limply. a conscious decision to alter your technique. I actually did because I thought it made me look more casual. What about this? You ever seen this one where they hold it off the side like this? Yeah, that's they're holding dumb. up a cigar. I don't like don't that. Do that. Yeah. What, what, this is this is multidirectional. See, I can get a little that is like multidirectional. It's unidirectional. Okay. <laughs> so I can hold it up like this, and now we're looking very rude as it stands up in front of me. And now it's too close. Now I'm now about you're to fillet. Is what that is. That's uh, though a lot of comics will tilt the mic. Like new comics, they tilt the right. mic straight at straight them. at right, them. So this is the least interesting thing to possibly listen to no, on, no, we oh. on the radio. On, on comedy stuff all the time. No, I don't mean the comedy stuff specifically. I mean the fact that we're doing like. Like, oh, it's annoying when people hold the mic like this. Yeah, I hate when they yeah. hold the mic. Because this is exactly what people are hearing. Yeah. Not seeing. Yeah, no. <laughs> but they will, they will actually, they'll hear the difference and they'll know. It's, uh, called, a, it's called a vidcast, guys. <laughs> is it a vidcast or a vodcast? Vodcast? No, that just sounds like vaudeville. I know. Or Video podcast, like, you know. I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's go back to it. Okay, podcast. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to so ask. Well, I was going to ask you. Yeah, so what <laughs> podcast do you listen to? Oh, I like um, – I don't actually listen to a ton of podcasts. Uh, too much goddamn chit-chat. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, where'd you get those socks? I've been meaning to get a pair. Is that? No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were serious for a second. That's how I don't pick up on the, my own jokes. That the visuals. I love yeah. the hat you're wearing. I love the yeah. hat, man. So, Will, do a lot of crowd work, do you? That's oh, yeah. good. That's yeah. <laughs> I usually I'll yell something and hope yeah. that works to shut them up. No, I listen to, I like um, comedy and everything else, which is done by... Really? Yeah. Todd Jimmy Dore and Todd Glass. Jimmy Dore and Todd Glass. Yeah. Todd Glass... I, I like Jimmy Dore a lot. He's funny. I haven't seen him a ton, but Todd Glass, I've seen a few. Todd Glass is unbelievable live. Mm -hmm. The amount of energy that guy expends on stage is incredible. Uh, I like that one. And I also Let listen. Let me just like, sorry, oh. this is like anal. I just want, Steph, what's, what's Stephanie's, uh, that's terrible. You know, it's, where, it's where Jimmy does, Dore and Todd Glass. If you're going to do and, this, you better have it ready. No, no, I'm sorry, but there's three people on that yeah, podcast. it's true. Yeah. Stephanie. I tend to – I t usually just describe it to people as Jimmy Dore and Todd Glass just because yeah. people will know – Yeah. Uh, like especially in Los Angeles, people will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I add Stephanie Zamorano, Zam yeah. I'm That's sure. pretty good. I will go with that. Yeah, Zamboni, Zamaguchi. She is – she does a little bit of comedy. Like she's done – But she, I think she's a school teacher, right? Like, yeah, she's a school teacher, but she still does some, some stand-up and I think she went through the groundlings – yeah, school. and she's very funny on this on the podcast. Yeah, she uh, they don't give her enough. No, they don't let her talk enough. No, definitely. Not. They are more than willing to run over whatever she's saying. Right. <laughs> but I like that one, and I also listen to um, This American Life in mm -hmm. podcast form, yep. which is my favorite. Public radio is one of my favorite things about listening in to, uh, living in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. NPR is incredible. Yes, it is. It puts the CBC to shame, unfortunately. And that's public access. I mean, that's just that's like. Essentially, what PBS is in just a voice form, or what should be. Well, it's like CBS. It's like CBC. It's like CBC Radio in the U.S. Yeah, no, no, I suppose you're right. Well, except yeah. uh, I'm talking about my ass here. Yeah. <laughs> I am. CBC. CBC doesn't ask for donations. NPR. NPR does. does NPR doesn't really their... get any money from the government, yeah. though. <clears throat> and also, they have way. Part of the problem too is that N CBC has its stations, whereas NPR has its programming and like its affiliates, but. It's not all like NPR uh, public radio stations won't play all NPR shows, mm -hmm. all of the NPR shows. They'll do okay. a lot of their own stuff. Like they'll have um, the one I really like is KPCC out of I think Pasadena. 
and they do a lot of local. They have two local shows, and then the rest of it is NPR programming. Right. And that's Larry Mantle is this really nebbish radio. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's my favorite. It's like if your friend's sweet dad had a uh, a radio show. Mm-hmm. I really like it a lot. <laughs> do they still have Air America? Are they still like on about that? Because that used to be like the big thing, like in New York. Certainly, was the big thing. Yeah, that's where um, I, Mark Marin was on there, who's a comic I love. Yep. But all that shit, Air America. That's it's so obnoxious that I don't. And I usually agree with them, but they make me hate. It's right, the things I believe. It's right wing radio for the left wing. Yeah, and is, I is, is all this. So you're getting the same like the things that you hated about right wing radio. Which is like just the obnoxiousness and the narrow-mindedness. It's and just the like super, it's super left, it's just, right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's super But I think left. now, you know, with Obama, um, it won't, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, you know, like. Well, that's, that was, I think that was always one of the big things that people they had. Have, they can't rail against Obama now, right? Like, they, oh, they, they sort they of could. have to. Half the country yeah. could. Well, they, uh, but even. Half the uh, public vote could. Even hardcore Democrats, like really left-leaning people, are like, oh, he's not going to do enough. Some of them are worried he's not. They want him to come in and like socialize medicine yeah. and kind of make these giant steps that are impossible. There's no way you can socialize medicine in that Those country. People listening, I just rolled my eyes. <laughs> it's Sorry. a fair. It's a fair eye roll. Why would you yeah. roll your eyes? About because the fact it, that it that can't, he can't be, do that. Or can't you, or you be think done. Like the expectations. Oh, are absolutely. Too he huge. said in his speech. He just like uh, take her easy, folks. Yeah, yeah, I like that. He had to. He just like he made sure in his speech. Yeah, I know. I'm charismatic, I'm but here. take it easy. <laughs> I'm here, but like you know, you know. As you recall from the pictures, Jesus was white. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's just throw that one out there. I yes, it's I'm black. It's a progressive move, but I am not a uh, black gay Jew. So right. let's not yeah. think things have changed too much yeah. in this country. Oh, can you imagine if they had that, eh? Gay black, black Jew. gay black Jew. So this, this podcast is not going to go for another uh, couple weeks, but right. uh, as we, of today, yes. the Comedy and Everything Else podcast was really good. They covered the inauguration. I guess oh, you yeah. haven't learned, heard it yet? No, I haven't listened to it yet. Right. I didn't bring so, my laptop and haven't updated yeah, they it. it. Yeah, they broke it. Yeah, they broke it down. They mm-hmm. broke it and broke it. They broke <laughs> it down? Yep. Am I going to be getting 20 bucks off of you soon? Are you getting tippy? <laughs> Only if you confront me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a goddamn 20 bucks. How about that? Uh, we'll okay? see how that goes. I, I do right. like using... Uh, I'm not sure if I like your chances. <laughs> I do like using Barack as a verb. When you said, like, Baracked it down. There's something weird, like... Yeah. yeah. More, like, even Barack the vote, that sort of thing, but more yeah. so. It's a weird... And I did... Uh, on Wednesday, I did Brian O'Gorman's show, Weedy Wednesdays. Yes. And I was thinking about making fun of, like... I didn't know Weedy was a... An adjective now, mm-hmm. like, oh, how are you? Oh, I've been a little weedy lately. Yeah. It's not very, right. It doesn't work as well outside of the context of that show in a pot, pot. I I have store heard Obamaed as a uh, as an adjective. Like I say, how are you? I'm somewhat Obamaed. Really? I'm Obamaed out. You know, like after after that day, like I don't know how much of it you watched. Did you watch the inauguration? Uh, I like laid in bed until three in the afternoon because I'm trying to stay on California time. Right. Because I'm here for so such a short period. Uh, but I laid in bed wallowing in self pity. Really? Yeah, I had like a bad uh, just for laugh showcase at the Rivoli oh. on Monday, and so I just like fucking sulked in bed uh, all the next day until like two or three in the afternoon. Mm, I got up, nice. and I also didn't know what time it was. I thought it'd be. 
more in the evening. So I'm like, I wonder well, if I missed it. Well, by the time you got up, they'd had lunch. Oh, yeah. Ted Kennedy had already been wheeled away from that thing. Yeah, That's, they'd been marked. Like that, though. I'm going to use that next time. What? I'm just trying to stay on California time. Stay on California. <laughs> yeah. I'm sleeping past Could you noon. find it on a map? <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you uh, this thing, because you have been closer to it from that state standpoint what's what was the like the feeling in the election oh my is god it the positivity of, of of obama like is it is it like what's what's your take on, on on that down there i flew to seattle on election night and uh the captain came on it was the best to hear the captain come on and be like uh attention folks uh this is your captain speaking just thought you all might like to know that uh john mccain is now conceding in the presidential race and uh a lot of people clapped a guy in the across the aisle from me looked like he was going to uh, blow the emergency door and kill everyone on the plane. He's <laughs> like, the terrorists have won. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I might as well do it for them. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. A black gentleman. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. A black black gentleman. Um, but uh, it was, and I uh, I landed in Seattle, and that was probably the only time. There was like a huge party in the streets. They shut down one of the main streets in Seattle and everyone was marching and partying. I've never seen so many Democrats chanting USA mm-hmm. before. That's not normally a democratic chant, but or it could be just Republicans looking for a party. Yeah, I mean, that's really, true. That's, you know. That was one of the only times I've been sorry. It was like the one night I was like, oh, man, if I wasn't married tonight, I could get laid without any effort <laughs> whatsoever. I wouldn't have to try I think eye contact would have been the requirement yeah. that night. Everyone was so happy. Yeah, it was great. It's there's a difference. It's, it's not, and so much is importance is being put on the fact that he's black. Uh, what's really exciting to me is that he's calm and measured and smart and yeah. eloquent. He uses. He was on Letterman. I can't remember who. Uh, somebody pointed this out. I can't remember who it was, but he was on. I think Letterman pre-election, and he used the word hence. So what was, who was the last president yeah. you can think of who used the word hence? He was I like, you, I bet you had a name Theodore somewhere in that mix. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. one of the Theodore presidents, <laughs> <laughs> or just, yeah, someone who just spoke old timey English. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have ourselves a hoot nanny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not that, idea. not that sort of old timey. Right. That was. <laughs> hey, you got a problem with the penny farthing bikes, do you? <laughs> um, I had written at one point in one of my Facebook. Uh, updates is like, you know, Todd is looking forward to uh, State of the Union addresses that will now have words with more than three syllables. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah it's I just, mean, it, like, it's, it's going to be good. It just all of a sudden, it's like a, a switch went off and the country was like, that, towards the end of Bush's presidency, everyone was like, wait, this, this, he's the president. Yeah. He's not just a hilarious television personality yeah. who comes on and gives funny speeches. He is our goddamn leader. He's a disgrace. It's one of the most embarrassing things. How did they wake up after seven years and nine months to that? Well, I mean, they only woke up once their economy started to take a dump all over the floor. They were fine with everything else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it was, but it was still a bummer because I was in, I spent the night in a hostel because the guys I was staying with hadn't shown up yet in Seattle and watching, slowly watching the numbers get returned. Mm -hmm. For Proposition 8, which was the mm, proposition gay, to ban gay marriage. Ban gay marriage right. And CNN called it for no. And then all of a sudden, all these yes votes started rolling in. Right. Oh, and wow. uh, it was really depressing to watch that go through. And to be like, especially in, you know, you think California is really progressive. But even in just in Los Angeles, what worked, 
They say the big turning point was the Yes on 8. People started running an ad where it was a kid coming home from school. And she was like, Mommy, Mommy, I learned in school today that a princess can marry a princess. I want to marry a princess. And it was, it was, people. Did you learn today that there wasn't such a fucking thing in this country as a princess? Did you hear that actually on the Comedy and Everything Else podcast? Did they talk about that? I'm sure they talk. Yeah. yeah, But I remember hearing those ads and seeing them on television. And I was always upset that they didn't just run an ad where it was like, like a sort of a counterpoint with like a kid coming home from being like, mommy, mommy, I just learned in school that a lot of people opposed letting everyone have the same rights and just watching the mother look guilty because that's a big thing on that podcast too is one day it's going to change and the people who weren't who were against it will will be like oh we didn't know but we always knew right it was not right to do this Mm -hmm. and it's frustrating and also the american medical association there is a gay gene they now say the debate of like oh can you choose to be gay it's over they've already they found it yeah, I'm pretty sure they found nice. the gay gene, haven't they? So yeah, now like we know. Two pills. Ah, there we go. That's see, Now we know what it is. <laughs> it's a defect. Those there are placebos. No, is. but here's a, uh, kind of ironic or a little strange is that I think um, because an, uh, the large um, population of black uh, Californians are, um, are strongly Christian. It's mm-hmm. the same. Latinos they, are very, me- are yeah. very Catholic. I'm said Latinos are very Mexican, which was, <laughs> wouldn't actually be racist, but it's it would wrong, sound super highly, racist. Highly accurate. <laughs> anyway, so the people who came out to vote for Obama were also right. very church going and so voted yes on eight. Right. No, so, I heard that. I heard that. So we sort of gained well. on one side right. and like lost. Yeah. Well, in so, California. you know, and, right. and so the hope will be, you know, you're going to see more, you know, as, as more people get sort of left leaning with this with this election. We'll see sort of what happens in the next little while. Well, I just hope people realize that it doesn't it I mean the big thing is it doesn't fucking matter. Who who cares? I don't understand yeah. why it why it matters why, at all. Why isn't that kick him home? Daddy daddy. Daddy and daddy? I just found out I'm adopted. You know like <laughs> I got left in a uh, Wyoming bus shelter and I was a Let's, ward of the state when I was eight. In was Arkansas eight. in the last election they passed a proposition where uh, a couple who they banned gay marriage, and if you are not married, you if you're a couple and you're not married, you cannot adopt a child. You can't have a foster child, even. Wow. So even if like, even if you're just a man and a woman who've been living together for a long time, you can't adopt. You can't. You can't have a foster child. That's ridiculous. So you have to be married. Yes. To even, have a child. To adopt a child. To adopt a child. Yeah. To have to have a child in your house. Uh, to have right? a child that did not come out of your vagina right. in Arkansas, you must be married. Right. Or, or yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, that's it. So uh, lesbians could still inseminate. That's interesting. Oh? Uh? That's, that's true. Huh. I'm not sure about that. And which state is this? Arkansas? Arkansas. Arkansas, you can call me later and thank me for that loophole <laughs> discovery. We have a huge lesbian listener. Mike Huckabee is going to be pissed with you, <laughs> oh, my friend. He, episode 94, he stopped listening to this thing. It's, <laughs> we said some really hurtful things. I hate him. He's yeah. a, he's insane. Yeah. The, the things he said during the, while he was running, he said, um, you can't change the word of God. So you have to change the constitution to reflect the word of God. 
That's what he said. Oh, sweet Jesus. And people are like, oh, Mike Huckabee, he's so funny and charming. <laughs> so funny. He's crazy. That's yeah. like when people were like, oh, but Hitler's such an eloquent yeah. speaker. Yeah. He cares. Yeah. He's so passionate about what he has to say. Oh, that Huck. We should move him closer to the button. Oh, yeah. We really should. No, take that chair. Right there. <laughs> take that one close to you. Um, so that, what do you, okay, so as you were watching that election, because you were, you were gone by the time we had had ours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of that looking at it on this side of the border? Um, now, well, so you were over there. Like, how did, how did that news come in? Cause I'm it's assuming. Blase, right? Like, I'm, I'm gonna, is... let me go out on a limb here. I'm going to say that the, uh, the days leading up to the election were the lead stories in California <laughs> yeah, for at right. least a week. Oh, yeah. Um, the coup was a big story that came they up. They didn't get it. That came up, I'm yes, because they thought, oh, they thought, Canada's oh, the in queen shambles. is coming in and telling yes. what Canada should do. Yeah, yeah. No, we were finally revolting against the queen yes. in a big military coup. It. Get her off our coins. <laughs> no, they. It was we. I tried to vote. We were too slow. We didn't right. get our mail-in ballots in time. Um, but I mean, yeah, no, there was no reaction, and when we all knew. I think everyone knew what the results I think were. Harper be. already had your votes anyway. So yeah, oh, yeah, I'm a big that. Harper fan. Absolutely, um, from Alberta. I Man. have. If a leader doesn't have the eyes of a child molester, I just can't vote for them. <laughs> I just can't do it. You have had a lot of dry elections in the past. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a while since Mulroney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who sang that song? Which one? In the eyes, the eyes of, of a child, a, child molester. Uh, that was the uh, the it, it was a payola cover band. No, there we go. That's right. All right. So Daddy while you're finding the question of the week, there, the Simpson question of the week. Um, why don't you tell us about uh, LA clubs? Like, as far as comedy goes, like there and here, like are the crowds more receptive, less receptive? Are they more educated, like to whatever comedy is going on? Like they they know why they're there. Well, Todd might dispute this, but I find Toronto crowds to be some of the worst. Get out often. <laughs> I really, it's I find them because uh, I think s- like when you there they they know why they're there they know they're at a comedy club like yeah I mean comedy clubs are bad in most places the comedy store and the laugh factory are terrible really they're awful the comedy that goes on there is atrocious mm-hmm. it's uh, the worst most misogynistic racist I lost the chance to perform at the comedy store because um, Andrew Dice Clay walked in and did a forty five minutes well that fits perfectly then yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I wouldn't worry <laughs> so too much about what that. does that tell you yeah the, and they do like it's like like six hour shows of like 20 30 comics each doing 10 minutes i don't think anyone really gets paid there whereas the melrose improv has like a headliner and some openers and alex nussbaum Mm -hmm. uh works there now and ryan belleville and Mm -hmm. jay malone all uh they like mc and middle and it's like a real it's like a it's like a comedy club i'm kind of used to but the crowds there i i kind of like I found a lot of the crowds, I don't know, to be better. They're not, I have like a, my comedy in Toronto have a real love-hate relationship. I bomb a lot in Toronto to this very day with the same material. Right. There'll be nights I perform it exactly the same and people just don't receive it as well. And it's because sometimes I think, this is me fucking sucking my own dick, but I, I'll talk about things that I think people aren't. Very comfortable to talk about in Canada. For the audio listeners, he's not really sucking his. I I speak very eloquently with my cock in my mouth. I was amazed that you could reach that far. That is, did you remove two ribs? Uh, God took out my rib to create my wife. (laughs) 
Nice. Yeah, very interesting fact about her. Uh-huh. But she's older, so... Uh, I'm yeah. 6,000 years old, the same age yes. as the Earth. Uh, and she's Jewish, so that adds up. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. She would. Yeah. They would have been. What's uh, life Jews. like being a Jew right now? Uh, she's not like really. Any? She's technically not a Jew. Her because her dad was Jewish, right? And her mom was uh, Catholic. Okay. Um, so Mazel tov. Mazel tov. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she also didn't grow up practicing either religion. Really, they did like the Seder dinner, I think, until her dad's dad passed away, and then it was mm-hmm. kind of like they didn't really. And then he got an appetite for him. He's the only guy who could put up the tent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they lost the instructions. That middle pole <laughs> goes up. Oh, what the hell? I think, it was, yeah, it was just like they weren't really uh, very interested right. in it anyway. It's the same way I stopped. My family stopped going to church when my mother lost the will to make us go. Right. Well, as soon as that died, so did any chances of us still mm-hmm. being a church-going family. And we didn't even yep. go very regularly. Um, we actually had to move out to not go to church. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. Church well, is my dad's worst. job, right? Oh, it I, was. Yeah, I didn't know that. He was a minister. Oh, is that I why you have an earring? Was that your rebellious? Yeah. No, that's because I joined the Navy. This is <laughs> what happens when you cross the equator, my friend. <laughs> right there. I I, uh, I got mine to upset. I married and killed a Thai hooker. Sorry, what? <laughs> and y'all sang, in the Navy. <laughs> that was oh, a brief thing. Join your fellow men. <laughs> I uh, I got mine to uh, uh, irritate an ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Because she always wanted me to get one, and I never did. And then I uh, got one. But my hair was already long by then. See, okay, in those things of, like, you know, to, to, to piss off someone, I had a girlfriend uh, who broke up with me, and I knew she hated the Tragically Hip, so I went out and instantly bought, like, the entire back catalog of Tragically Hip. Just said, well, <laughs> she's not coming back now, thinking it was going to be, like, garlic on a vampire. That would be, like, <laughs> she can't come back now. I have Gordon Downey in the house. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, you gotta be. You gotta wow. be safe. You gotta that be doesn't safe. seem okay. Actually, that seems weird. It doesn't seem right for a Canadian to hate the tragically hip. Oh, I don't. I don't passion. go out of my way to listen to them. But right. tough band to hate. I didn't answer your question at all. That's okay. Because um, he didn't get the uh, Simpsons question of the week either. So uh, no, it's here. Yeah, I'm just ignoring it because I'm going back to my question. The uh, Canadian uh, election. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. You didn't let me finish it, dinkhead. Yeah, nobody nobody there cared. We were the only ones who cared, and it yeah. turned out how everybody knew it was going to turn out. Right. And I like Stefan Dion, but he's a terrible leader because mm-hmm. uh, he speaks bad English, and you have to yeah. be able to speak. You have to be able to speak English almost at least almost as good as your French. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Michael Ignatieff seems like kind of a douchebag, but I like him better as the leader of the Liberal Party. Correct. And it's not as much. It's different here because he's not. It's not the same way in that the president, you're voting for a party mm-hmm. in Canada much more than in the United States. Yep. I uh, like it would have been better if we had had like the likes of McCain voted into the states, and if we had gone with Dion, because I love it when we have a thick French accented prime minister <laughs> and a really well, the thing, dumb like, you president. You don't have down to there. speak English as well. I mean, like almost cre- as well. Well, yes. yeah, Chrétien's. Yeah, English was great though, in a different way than than Dion's was. Yeah, but look, he, at, he it was his attitude was like his attitude. He was, was okay with it. Yeah. Dion seemed so self conscious about yeah. how bad his English yeah. was. Yeah, exactly. Cretchen was almost like spoke English the way George Bush speaks English almost, but he <laughs> he seemed more self aware about it. Here's nice. the difference between the two. Like you're exactly right, Dion. He was like if you were that guy that you stopped on the street. There's two guys that you stop on the street for directions in say Quebec City. 
right? And you first stop Dion, and Dion is very apologetic. I'm sorry, I do not know what you are asking. Uh, oh, this is the way, you know, that thing. Whereas Chrétien is like, ah, oh, fuck Tabarnak, I'm going there anyway. Let's get some smokes and some beer on the way. I mean, that <laughs> that is the difference between the two. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. it. Yeah. Also, your Dion accent was very France. It was. I Because uh, I, I was very, I was trying to pussy him up a little bit. Yeah, there. Quebec That's really, it. I don't know any Québécois who No, speak. they don't. That's no. they're, I'm and I come from New Brunswick, so I know about gutter French. Wait, 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 wait. wait I was wait. born in New Brunswick. Okay, thank born you. New Brunswick, then Calgary, Toronto, now L.A. Yeah, quite the world traveler, aren't you? Oh yeah, I'm Look quite. You go quite worldly. <laughs> I know plenty. And you'll be in Burlington this weekend. Um, <laughs> How well do you know your Simpsons trivia? <laughs> Are we going there now? I I, I hope so. Should. I know the early. This should suit you just nicely. So here we are, Simpsons question of the week. Are we going to do the bumper? <laughs> can I check? I hope so. Here it is. Hold Simpsons. on. Can I check a text no, message no, first? Close, close. I have to check a text message okay, first. Okay. As long as there's nothing to do with the Simpsons. Right. You can't okay. cheat that way. Okay. Keys in the mailbox. So here we go. Uh, this is the uh, Simpsons question of the week. It's the Simpsons question of the week. Motherfucker. I like to thank you, Kevin Brosh, for that. Uh, this is uh, from the calendar. So okay. if you have this, you actually probably know the answer already. No, I don't. There we go. See, that is something guests should probably do. Invest the eight bucks and then they come on here and rule my world. Or they could just um, get the question wrong. All we they give them and is, live life as they would anyway. We give them That's a couple right. beer, some pretzels. They're right. going to spend $8 on a calendar so they can... <laughs> I'm going to nail that. Nail the question. Are you kidding me? Blanche is listening to this right now going, oh, fuck, i got to buy me a calendar. <laughs> um... In, Bart gets hit by a car. Oh, 7F10. So this is an old one. But this is too old. What's your fucking sweet spot? Episode uh, six of the fifth season? Seasons three to about seven. Okay. I love, love, love. Okay, so this is, I think this is season three. Is it three? It's three or two. Okay. I think it's three. I All think right. it's three. Anyway. Uh, in, Bart gets hit by a car. 7F10. Uh-huh. What store separates Lionel Hutz's office from Dr. Nick Rivieras? Oh, God. Uh, is it A, gum for less, mm-hmm. B, cigarettes are us, or C, low cost and kosher? Did you say C twice? No, I said B. Okay. Uh, we can roll the tape on this one, but I think I said A, gum for less. I'm trying to stall B, for time. B, cigarettes are us, or C, low cost and kosher? Um, second one was cigarettes for less? Cigarettes... Cigarettes are us. Cigarettes are us. I think it was gum for less. Gum for less. Okay. I'm gonna go with A. Darcy. This could be the hardest one we've ever had. I think I, this is because here's the thing. They we've all seen anything. this episode about eighty-five times, so everyone's seen it. They haven't perceived it. Yeah, this is like a tough. It's, it's usually about a line that someone says. A line or something. Yes. This Although is, I this do, is about the set. I do often. I've started trying to pick up more on like background. Like I'll actually rewind yeah. episodes. They have a ton of stuff in there. A little Easter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like when when somebody like flips a page or it like pans across a magazine, I'll stop yeah. and go back to see what the magazine. Well, that's when they go that's from. Actually, this is a, we will be hitting this at some point with a guest because yeah. there's a new category in this calendar, 2009, uh, which is a freeze frame. Okay. Where they and the last one I heard was uh what do the two twins uh in the band who are the twins that Le- that always bag Lisa? Oh the, um the, not not Patty and Selma, that's the, the Yeah, they're like sisters. in, in yeah, they're Lisa's the, class. Katie oh, is it Katie and something or Oh god, I can't believe um, Okay, now we have two questions. Anyway, they have two questions like what are they playing? What's their instrument they're playing? It's the flute. They're actually playing the flute, and Bart's playing what, or, uh, Milhouse is sitting there, and he looks like he's playing, like, 
sister Sookie from like you know this, you know <laughs> but the, they always Disney have Gillespie. like a you know something like they pan from like the first floor to the second floor of the Simpsons house there's always they something have like you know either floors yeah, yeah. yeah so it's either like something different gold treasure or a record dinosaur or, bones or, one dinosaur time. Or, or a microphone uh be, or like a CIA <laughs> recording of some sort what were those kids remember. names yeah this is going to be the thing and now Shelly it hates TV Shelly's is going to be the Email first thing Shelly does I'm going to go with C I think here we go with C, low cost and kosher. Mm-hmm. Trust you to go for the racist one. No. How is that racist? Low cost and kosher. Yeah. It's implying that the Jews are always looking for a bargain, is what that you one just is. Said that. You know who implies that the Jews are always looking for a bargain? Those Jews who are always looking for a bargain. <laughs> for a bargain. <laughs> Let's be That's honest right. here, folks. That's right. No one took the, carcin- the carcinogenic approach, the cigarettes are us, but no, it is A. Guest got it right. Gum well for less. It gum just, uh, right in the middle. I'm sure, was it gum and like gum for? Gum probably was. It doesn't, it, it doesn't stipulate that. Uh, I, it's part of the reason I picked it is because, uh, one of my favorite jokes is when Homer goes, I'm a white male aged 19 to 30 or aged 19 to 35, everyone listens to what I have to say, no matter how dumb my idea. And then he starts eating from the can of nuts and gum. Together at last. Together at last. (laughs) Because I've eaten, as like a kid, I would chew gum and like eat peanuts and be like, this is... that. Yeah, (laughs) it's so stupid. (laughs) It's just, I would would actually, like I would have like peanuts or something like that and then when someone offered me gum, I would actually, I would treat it like swimming and wait an hour just to make (laughs) sure I didn't have any fucking cashew shard Uh, lodged up in a cheek Oh uh, yeah, there. weird lumpy gum. Yeah, we. Uh, this is a sign of a of a of a good show, sir. Because uh, I had a whole bunch of stuff written down, and I didn't get to one. Of, well, we got to Obama. We can I breathe. Well, I can blow through all of it. No, like some sort of gonna, lightning no, round. No, <laughs> I'll do it. We're not gonna do a lightning. <laughs> no, I'll blow. Give me two minutes. I can cover okay. all the you topics. Do this? Yeah. Okay, so let's. Okay. let's oh. we, did, we did cover some of these. Okay. Here we go. So I will give you no more than five seconds on each topic. Okay. Okay. Uh, here we go. Starting now, married life. Uh, it's great. It's just like being single because I enjoyed it, and my wife isn't isn't crazy. L.A. Uh, it's warm and it's nice, and uh, I hate a lot of strangers for no reason because they drive uh, ridiculous cars that they shouldn't have wasted that Obama. much money on. Uh, Obama. He's a good guy. I like him because he's smart. Uh, Toronto. Uh, Toronto. It's nice to be back. I miss my friends, but uh, I have a real love hate relationship doing comedy here. Podcasts. Uh, podcasts are good. We already talked about podcasts. We kind of covered that. Yeah, we sort of did. <laughs> okay, pause. Uh, films. Films. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Oscar noms. Let's put that out there. Oh, Oscar noms. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of the uh films in contention, but Let the Right One In was one of my favorite movies of the year. Let the Right One In? Yeah, it's a Swedish vampire film. Very okay. few people saw But don't worry, J.J. Abrams bought the rights to it, so he's going to make God. it much better Thank for us. Thank God. Um, Why can't Brokheimer get onto that project, for Christ's <laughs> sake? We need Michael Bay. Yeah, Can we I, get him? I saw, oh God, Transformers is one of the worst movies that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't see many of the Oscar contenders. I haven't seen Milk. Okay, the uh, I haven't seen Milk the, either. I didn't see the wrestler. The reason I can't is because of Sean Penn. I fucking hate him. I get hating Sean Penn. Hate him. What, what? So wh- who's going to win? Is it going to be the guy who plays the old man or the guy who plays the gay guy? The, oh, I don't know. Yeah, Mickey Rourke is a real competition for... Oh, he wasn't even in mine. Oh, who's the old the man? The old man is the, uh, I was thinking the Brad Pitt, the, the curious story. Oh, I saw that. That, that was a big hunk of shit. Okay. That was terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Best actor for Brad Pitt because he puts on skin makeup. That's he, how no, you get an Oscar. They do it digitally. What? Yeah. Oh, because they, they do don't his want voice digitally. Skin. He's uh, wearing green makeup. 
<laughs> no, I and think they, they use an old man or a midget, and they I'm just a, put his face on it and then age it. Yeah. And then when you listen to the voice, they've got a Foley artist, and they just wheel in... Uh, yeah, they digitize yeah. his voice. Yeah. It's, he's barely in it for half of it, So now really. he sounds like Morgan Freeman. It's actually Morgan Freeman in the Foley studio. <laughs> there was a time. He's, he, it's bad. Cape Blanchett is terrible. He's terrible. Right. Um, it's just like, take Forrest Gump and take away all the subtleties. A Forrest Gump. Wow. Take the subtleties from Forrest fucking Gump. So there's a lot of shrimp in this? No. I wasn't ready for that. No, okay. but there, there's a lot of buttons. It, the whole movie, <laughs> seriously... It's uh, a lot of buttons. Yeah. What, like cardigans? Got a lot of sweaters? No, just buttons. Just okay. buttons. He uh, gets spoiler alert. Really, the premise, <laughs> the whole thing is that the whole Fitzgerald's whole thing with the short story is youth is wasted on the young. Right. And it was supposed to be this old guy, as he get he gets younger, so he's accumulated all this wisdom for his youth. But he spent some years on a tugboat during World War II, and then he is left uh, a really successful business and a bunch of money from his real dad. And then he sits around in a one-bedroom apartment with Kate Blanchett fucking her for a few years. Like, he doesn't do anything to really make use of his youth. And he just comes off... He doesn't come off as wise. He just comes off as a now, dick. hold on just a moment. If you were young enough and pretty enough for a long while that you could fuck Kate Blanchett... I'd say you're spending your time wisely. No, but he doesn't. But he doesn't learn anything. It's the least. When he needs to go to classes, that I should learn Swedish. No, you should fuck Kate Blanchett. That's what you should do. <laughs> no, but it's like it's an infuriating movie because he doesn't yeah. do anything with it. Right. Yeah, they hang around. And okay, they... and let's put it this way: it's not just any guy fucking Kate Blanchett. It's Brad Pitt. Yeah. fucking Kate Blanchett. And okay? I think I think there's he has like stipulations in his contract that every movie he's in, there has to be at least one scene. At, with him in like jeans and a white t-shirt driving a motorcycle. Right. Oh, God. I missed that in Fight Club, but yeah, I guess where he comes from. Well, Fight Club. Well, yeah. As well. He, he needs yeah. a scene in Fight Club to establish his masculinity. Yeah. That was a very masculine film, Fight Club. Yeah. I don't think men could really relate to it very well. I, uh, I cried. <laughs> oh, God. I really did. All uh, right. Okay. Spinning in a control here. You got Spinning a tune? Uh, I do. To as close this out. I do. As a matter of fact, we are going through a band called Zox. So you're picky about music? Are you like into like indie stuff, or you just hate when someone's you should, like? You should take a look at the walls. Like, yeah, I got, just, I'm just, I'm kind of surrounded. I got, I got all kinds CDs. of shit. You see, I, I do have like what I consider good stuff, but there's also shit in there that I fully admit. It's like, yep, there's a Nickelback album in there somewhere. Oh, I bought Jesus. that at a weak moment. What the fuck? Uh, before you know? we, uh, yeah. on the music thing, before we go, Indie 103 was a station in Los Angeles. It's off mm-hmm. the air now. Uh, but it's back. It's on the internet now. I think it's indie103.com. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's a really awesome radio station that plays uh, a lot of cool underground. Indie 103? Yeah. It'll go in the show notes. It will. We'll give them a nice little plug. Maybe they'll throw some money. Doubt it. Yeah. Uh, They're on the, they don't need money. They're just on the internet. Absolutely. They can't stay on yeah. terrestrial radio. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't hold us to a station. <laughs> We're going to be putting our servers in the Cayman Islands. Um, Zox. Zox. Z-O-X. Uh, with a uh, with a song I thought was appropriate for you. Towards Los Angeles. Oh. I thought that would be nice. So, uh, Will, thank you so much uh, for coming down here. Always a pleasure to have it's you. Pleasure being here. Yeah. Oh, man. Stop shaking my hand, Are Todd you, and Darcy. <laughs> Stop shaking my hand. I've been shaking it for the entire episode. Just that pat is me really... on the back, ruffling my hair. <laughs> Oh man, stop it! Oh, Cut when old man out. Van Allen's. Oh yeah, the handshaking, eh? We've How been, much of your hair did he touch? I, people don't know I'm actually in Los Angeles right now doing this. <laughs> We're doing this via on. satellite telephone yeah. for some reason. I, I don't know why. Put I on some pants. <laughs> yeah. Quit listening to Evans. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so uh, are you coming back for sure soon, or are you going to stay down in L.A., or when do you come back? Now it might be a while before I come back. Okay. Well, next uh, time you're up, we'll have you back. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be fine. And I list things on my MySpace. So Ooh, until then, Todd, what yes. do you say? Uh, well, th- first of all, thank you, Will. Th- thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Darcy, thank you very much, as always. My pleasure. This as is as me always. saying toodles.
and we're done.